welcome to the Fairmont Bridge. The City of Fairmont's official podcast where you can join us weekly to hear from city employees, elected officials, and local figures to hear about the basic functions and inner workings of our local city government, as well as learn about current and upcoming projects. My name is Alex Petri. And I'm Hannah Turner. And we are both employees with the City of Fairmont's planning department. Today we are joined by an employee with the Marion County Commission. Today we have uh, Chris Sinali, the county administrator, and we're going to talk about a lot of uh, exciting um, events going on this summer at Palatine Park. Mm. Before we get into that, Hannah, tell us a little bit about Chris. Okay. Chris Sinali is a lifelong resident of Fairmont. He was born and raised on Florida Avenue and attended East Park School K through 8th grade and was part of the first graduating class to go all four years at East Fairmont High School in 1997. He is a 2002 graduate of Fairmont State University and also served as an adjunct professor as well as teaching classes at IADT between graduation and getting hired at the county. Chris currently serves as county administrator for the Marion County Commission where he has been since 2005. And when he sent me that, he said, that is not a typo. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's true. So Chris, welcome. Thank, thank you, you for thank joining you. us. Thank you both for having me. I, I appreciate it. Been a big fan of the show. I think uh, you all are providing a great service to the city of Fairmont, Marion County, um, with this show. Uh, it's been very interesting to listen to um, your podcast. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks yeah, really, so much. really appreciate it. You know, we're 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 having fun with it, getting to talk to folks like you every week. And yeah. this is one of the episodes that I've been most excited about because. <laughs> uh, The county has done a really great job with the summer entertainment at Palatine Park over the last two years. I'm a a huge fan of live music, and I'll tell you what, the lineup last year really blew me away. Uh, Some good stuff. Can you explain your role with the county? Yeah, yeah. So the county administrator, which involves, you know, wearing a lot of hats, doing a lot of things for the county. So basically run the bi-monthly commission meeting, which is, you know, one of the easier things I do. Help manage six departments. Um, Right now we're getting into the budget, which is always fun. Um, And also distributing the American Rescue Plan Act funds, doing a lot of utilities, public service districts, um, water associations. So it's been interesting. I think we're going to receive a little over $11 million. So obviously you write a lot of checks dwindling that down. So it's been interesting, um, obviously with everything going on, you know, them trying to kind of work through these projects um, that, you know, are kind of changing almost daily between materials and, um, you know, uh, having trouble finding labor, just everything that we deal with on a daily basis uh, in our projects. Um, now it's all intensified because there's so many people doing all these projects. So that's been very interesting, but it's rewarding because, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, communities, areas are going to be changed for the better. Places that didn't have water are going to have water or better water service, things like that. So it's pretty re- rewarding. And also as part of that, basically a liaison between um, any kind of outside agency, whether it be funding or assistance. Uh, We've been working with the Humane Society um, a lot behind the scenes, trying to get them up to where they need to be with the new building and all. So, um, like I said, a liaison between um, just about everybody in the county, whether it's a municipality, uh, agency, um, you name it. Um, Basically, you know, I have three bosses, three commissioners Mm -hmm. from each district. And, you know, if I'm doing my job right, they can tell people, call Chris when they're eating dinner or, you know, doing whatever they do. And people stop them to talk about business, say, call Chris, send him an email 
and we'll get back with you. And, you know, as long as I'm doing my job well, that, you know, it kind of works like that and keeps things flowing. So that, I guess, in a nutshell, is kind of what I do for the daily part of my job. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Which isn't so daily, but it's kind of like you, you explained it. You explained it very well, but I've always thought of you as kind of like the point man for the county. I'm yeah. mm-hmm. um, carrying out the direction of yeah. the commissioners. You, you have one of those jobs where it's difficult to answer that question when you it see is. folks, your family or friends. So so what exactly do you do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could go for days. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I forgot to mention the elected officials. So we're like the landlord of you know, the courthouse. So when elected officials, you know, need something in that regard, or even the city of Fairmont Mm -hmm. working to get that lease Mm -hmm. for the third floor, I mean, you name it, it just goes on and on, and it never really ends, and yep. there's always something new. And you're doing something different every single yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, which you know keeps it interesting. That's a good thing. Yeah, yep. that's good. So yeah. your position is probably, when comparing the county to the city of Fairmont and the way that the city of Fairmont operates, you're probably the closest to the, being similar to the city manager, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And so having three bosses that change all of the time, Fairmont, we have nine council members, but you only have three county yeah. commissioners. So you run the meetings as far as you know bringing all of the business to to ca- to the commissioners. Sorry, but uh, one of the big things that you guys have going on right now is Palatine Park. Yeah. So um, for those who don't know, can you tell us a little bit about Palatine Park and kind of what you have going on there and explain what's going on with the summer concert series? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Palatine, I guess um, we basically uh, kind of did as a, a project in 2014. Um, there was already a uh, stage, an amphitheater mm-hmm. down there. So we basically built a park around an amphitheater, which normally you'd kind of do in the uh, opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd kind of build a park and and locate the amphitheater but that's all right we we made it work and I think it worked well um you know it it was kind of a nice field um it's funny because I remember being down there you know as a younger kid um even you know teenager used to just kind of hang out down there but there was nothing there like bushes and you know the exciting stuff was kind of happening over on the other side that's where you get to cause trouble I wasn't old enough to like get into that (laughs) stuff so but yeah, that that's what it was, and um, so you know it's come a long way, and you know we're happy about that. I mean, it's we have a free splash park um, that stays pretty busy, especially when it's hot. Yeah. And then uh, there are pavilions down there. They're all first come, first serve. We don't actually reserve them. There's picnic spaces. There's boat docks. There's uh, really nice. Well, there's two sets of boat ramps, but uh, DNR one that they were nice enough to complete for us. Um, on the side closer to the amphitheater, and then um, a more primitive one down on the other end. Um, On that end, we also have a kayak ramp, a handicapped fishing pier. So there's a lot down there, a lot going on. There's also kind of a, a... uh, rudimentary river walk now we had to do a hillside stabilization near the splash park um, so that they could get access to that there's uh, they had to basically put down a whole lot of gravel to make a road to get their equipment so there's a river walk down there too that you can walk a good ways down along the river so that's kind of a new feature I mean it's it's kind of it's not something we really plan it's really as a result of the hillside stabilization project but um, still pretty nice and then you know the biggest thing obviously is the free shows 
every Saturday evening. Yeah. Um, and that's been something that, you know, has really taken off. I don't know, in spite of and, and maybe because of to an extent the, you know, the whole pandemic and COVID thing. But I know that when we're able to have these shows and people are able to come out, um, there's just been, you know, a huge response to that. But when last summer started, that was when um, it was actually kind of perfect timing for you guys, because yeah. that's when a lot of outdoor I mean, yeah. we, we lived in a world with no live music for about a year. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. for someone like me, I go to at least maybe two shows, two concerts a month. Yeah. I was I was hurting. I didn't know yeah. what to do with myself. Yeah. And, and about in June of last year, last summer was when um, outdoor shows yeah. started happening again. And that's when, when the summer concert series started. Yeah. And I think that was like the first opportunity for folks in Fairmont to get out and do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it was really great for everyone. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So last summer was great. Um, a lot yeah. of the acts blew me away. I, I was I I only made it down uh, for one show last summer. I I, w- I caught the Dave Matthews cover band, oh, okay. which was okay. which was awesome. Yeah. But I but I kept track of all all summer of all the acts, and it, it amazed me that you were able to get a lot of them there to perform for folks to come in for free. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's we, amazing. Yeah, yeah. We we made it down too. We went to the. Um, when you did Taste of New Orleans, okay. which I love when you guys do, like the theme ones are so cool, yeah. especially because, you know, there were businesses there selling food that oh, was yeah. themed with yeah. New Orleans, and Stella had the time of her life. <laughs> she was like standing on the picnic table. Yeah, the she Rebirth had a great Brass time. Band yeah. was, that was something, you know, especially in Fairmont. I mean, you know, Morgantown gets bigger shows and stuff, but for Fairmont, you know, it was just different, like a brass mm-hmm. band, mm-hmm. and they're like one of the best in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm still amazed. Like every week, like, I wonder if these guys are really going to show up. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, not you know, come. you just, and then <laughs> they kind of do, and they're just like regular people, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, my. <laughs> Yeah. Like, here we go. Yeah. Like, this is happening. But and the atmosphere that's being created at the park, I think, is is great. There's kids running around yeah. playing, parents are enjoying it. But I think it's a, a wide range, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's enjoying it, all ages. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that, you know, it's not really like we don't get anything like too loud or too fast or too crazy. It's all, you know, it just pretty family friendly mm-hmm. something um, that everyone can enjoy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of picnic chair i mean you can get up and dance you know there, there's all kinds of stuff but yeah i mean we we do intentionally you know try to get bands that you know aren't going to go against the grain right mm-hmm. um you know with pheromone and i mean we we do try to i think you know push the limits a little bit to with what we can get away with but pheromone's pheromone so mm-hmm. you know you kind of know like where to not go too far right you kind of know where the safe zone is or, or at least we think we do and yeah. so far um you know like you said if last year's any indication um, I think we're on to something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are doing, the county recently announced some significant upgrades oh, to yeah, the park. Yeah. So what's going on with those? Uh, basically some covered seating, um, some benches with cover that will be like um, right basically on the upper level that looks directly at the stage, okay. kind of behind the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some shade structures over um, where the little concrete pads are and the tables. 
shade structures. Um, we're going to add some new um, water park structures, um, kind of change that up a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, that's been there since 2014 now. But so it's it needs so a little popular. Upgrade. Yeah. 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 Um, but there's a lot of different features. And I mean, I don't know that the kids necessarily would know the difference, but they will when we put them in. Right. Um, they'll still be getting wet, obviously, but there's like different you know you can like get buckets that they they're, they're more interactive new, new stuff always comes out yeah. so yeah and some new playground equipment you know so that whole area over there um, by the splash park and the playground will be upgraded as far as the features mm-hmm. which will be good for the kids because um, i know you know a lot of times it's like a trade-off place like we're going to let you play here during the day then you know you're going to be good and tired mm-hmm. while mommy and daddy check out a little bit of yeah. the show you hang out and eat right here yeah, hang out yeah yep. so um so a little bit of, of all that and then ideally i don't know if we'll get to it this year but the plan is to extend that bowl like with the how there's um tiered seating there's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. three tiers mm-hmm. over into that other part of that hillside where it's just kind of straight up and down yeah but it'll depend on the weather um it might be best to start that like right after the season do it like right. in september october so that because you know i can just see doing it in april and if it starts raining and like we'll never get that mud out of there mm-hmm. so um, but we'll see about that i mean we'll check on the weather forecast i mean they don't think it would take super long to do that but you know depending on the weather it could be it could make opening the park on time a problem yep. and i mean we're, we're going to be ready to rock and roll so yeah <laughs> we gotta gotta be ready to go so yeah. when does the park officially open? um the the first well, the park opens a little bit before but the three rivers festival is um the first event which is like thursday may 28th um they do thursday through saturday um kind of ends with the pepperoni roll eating contest um they have the carnival you know i mean everything that i mean uh, hopefully they can do everything this year they Mm -hmm. pretty much did last year but um so the parade uh, it was well attended probably had um their best opening day they've ever had i think last year but then of course you can't have the Three Rivers Festival without rain. Right. <laughs> um, and the rain set in, and um, it was it was terrible. Uh, way too much work goes into that, um, you know, to get rained out. And, you know, hopefully the, the weather holds out for them this year because I know, you know, they always have such an awesome event lined up. Um, and really not enough people get to enjoy because the weather, and I'm not talking just a little bit of rain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I'm talking like monsoon, Mm -hmm. like make you miserable, like soak you to your bones. Well, I mean, it's unbelievable, but but like I said, that this year, that's not going to happen. So hopefully it happened. (laughs) It happened. It happened to the feast. Um, so hopefully it doesn't, uh, we, we, we don't, we don't cancel the, uh, the Three Rivers Festival this year. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But let's get into it. We wanted to have you on today and just run through run through the lineup and and tell us what's going on show okay. by show. So let's 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 get started. Okay. Well, like I said, the um, first events Three Rivers Festival. It's uh, Thursday through Saturday. Last weekend uh, in May always runs with Memorial Day. And everybody kind of already knows what that is. Same thing every year. Um, it's a great three-day event. Um, it's great for our city, great for the community, great for mm-hmm. the county. Um, like I said, the weather's going to hold out this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, You're going to will it to happen. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm pretty sure 
they're getting Rick Kay and the All Nighters again um, for their headliner. Okay. I think they do that Friday. Um, you know, and I know everyone loves him. He has a great show. So, you know, we open with that. And then, so the, the Palatine portion, which is just like the just pure shows, um, starts on Saturday, June 4th okay. um, at 7 p.m. And we kind of just wanted to just bust the gates open and kind of pick up right where we left off last year with the Palatine Legends series, which is kind of our... You know, we, the tribute bands do well here, so... Um, they do very well. Yeah, so um, we wanted to just roll with that and, like I said, just kind of bust the doors down. So we got Completely Unchained, which is the ultimate Van Halen tribute. They're probably the best. I mean, they're supposed to be the best. You know, there's tributes always. There's, there's three or four, five, six, seven of them. Um, this one is supposed to be the best Van Halen. I mean, you know, you never know. But, um, you know, Van Halen's pretty awesome. And Absolutely. And then um, they are actually open opening for live wire the ultimate acdc experience so you know hopefully that sets the tone that, for the summer yeah um i think know, it will that yeah sounds like and, a great kickoff know, i think that you know a lot of people obviously know and can identify with van halen and acdc um even if you're not the biggest fans like you can go and be like yeah this is and i think the tempo you know it's like um it's a party, but probably not too much. Um, you know, it's not like heavy metal or anything. It's going to be too loud or too fast, but yeah. it'd be a little bit of a little bit of a party that night, I think. And yeah. we're, like I said, excited to have that as our opener for the yeah. whole season. And that'll be a big one because basically you got two headliners there. I, right? I, yeah. I I, uh, I can't imagine Van Halen opened open for for many yeah. bands back in their heyday yeah know? i know and even you know it's funny with these tribute bands i mean obviously they all most of them have worked together and know yeah. each other but yep. you know so you're talking and, and a lot of times they're like oh you know you sure you want us opening or you know i'm like well you guys should figure that out because i'm not i don't really care you know mm -hmm. i'm glad to have both of you yep. but whatever you think and it's funny because you know like everything else everything's competitive and it's just like well they may not want to play after us and i'm just like i think it'll all be fine <laughs> i'm sure it'll all work out but yeah i mean with that one um i you know i don't think you can lose and actually all summer we kind of tried to line them up like that so it's going to be actually we did like two shows or two bands a lot more this summer than three okay um so there's not as much time to kind of like you know fall into any laws or mm -hmm. you know for dead space anything like mm -hmm. that um so we'll see how that goes um obviously it, it's kind of quicker and kind of cheaper easier to manage too and you know we've anticipated with everything going on um with the results of the pandemic to you know being harder to get you know, uh, labor, uh, rental vehicle, just everything right. has made, you know, doing these shows, you know, that much of a nightmare. So uh, we just kind of thought it would be easier and better, like just to go straight into it, you know, not really do the slow opener and build up to mm -hmm. the headline, just kind of like have headline energy pretty well the whole time. Yeah. Why so not? yeah, we'll see how that goes. And and before you get to the next one, reminder to everybody, because I think we've already said this, but these are free concerts. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's free. Totally free. Totally free yeah. concerts, which is amazing. And you know, even these, a lot of these cover bands that you, that you book are very, very, very popular cover bands yeah. that yeah. play large venues where yeah. you have to pay twenty, thirty dollars for a oh, ticket. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, definitely like Zoso. Yeah. I mean they they pull ten, fifteen, twenty dollars a ticket every yeah. day all day. Mm -hmm. They play they they play the bigger venues up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 That's so, what I mean I think, you know, people 
you know, I don't think they've realized quite yet, um, you know, not to try to oversell anything. But, yeah, I mean, we've had some some big time stuff that, you know, goes over well in big cities. So, Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's interesting you all bring up, you know, about the free part, too, because a lot of people, you know, they always ask, well, how do you, you know, how do you do that? Because these bands, I mean, they're expensive, Mm -hmm. um, but we do get. Um, and I've told a lot of people, but I think it's interesting to, to put into context here. Um, so we get county gets hotel motel tax, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, half of it goes to our Marion County Convention and Visitors Bureau, and then we get to use half. Yes. So that's what we use our half for. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's government funds, like, exactly earmarked for that. Yeah. So it's not like... You know, we're we're taking money from like water departments right. to fund music shows because I know a lot of people are just like you know, maybe your priorities aren't right. But mm-hmm. like I said, we have pots of money. Um, we sold some property to EQT years and years ago, and so we use that money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we raise money. Um, our sponsors, which I'll go over at the end, um, we couldn't do without them. This year we're over $60,000 in sponsors. So, I mean, really that and Hotel Motel will pay for most of the season. So yeah. really, like, there's really no tax dollars going to this. Like, yeah. you know, so, I mean, I think it's it's good to keep that in context just so that, I mean, not everybody cares, but I think sometimes people are like, you know, don't know if I really want five I don't, or ten I, grand. Well, going to or bands. I don't go down there, so yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. you should spend the money right. on that. Right. But you know, this is something that's open for everybody. It's free, and you mentioned the hotel motel tax. So when the counties get that money, they have to use it for parks and recreation. Yeah. So it's the perfect i mean it really is it's the perfect yeah. money that you guys have coming in for for this yeah so. and even with you know the cvb the other half it, it still mm-hmm. fits you know because they can advertise for oh, the shows yeah. mm-hmm. and it, you know it kind of just is such a natural fit with that funding so yeah that's that's how we do most of that um but anyway so back to the program um sunday june 5th um the day after the van halen and uh, acdc tributes is um blissful yoga the blissful yoga festival from two to eight so we're going to wind it like crank it all the way up and then wind it back down very nice uh yeah so (laughs) um then the following saturday we're going to try something that we've never really done before but we've been talking about um which is basically a ladies night um we definitely wanted to do something for the ladies so um we have fiona silver who's from new york city kind of puts a new twist on 60s garage pop blues and rock um she's our opener and then trish toledo who also does kind of throwback pop and soul ballads, um, standards from the 60s and 70s. Um, But she puts her contemporary twist on them as well. Um, So it's not just like doing covers. Fiona does more original stuff. Trish kind of mixes the old ballads with her own stuff. She does stuff like A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, which, you know, has been done by a lot of people, originally done by the Persuaders. Tell It Like It Is, which was an old Aaron Neville song. I Do Love You, which is, you know, obviously made popular by Billy Stewart. And Somebody Please, which was an old Vanguard song. Um, Stuff that, you know, it's like, I think older folks can appreciate and the younger people can appreciate how it's being reimagined and kept alive. Um, I think, you know, just like the tributes, um, that stuff does well because it's like universal. Um, I think if you go, you know, too far one way, either way, it, it might isolate part of your crowds, yeah. especially for an all ages type thing. 
so, but I don't know. I mean, a big part of it too, I think, is getting out in front of it and having people know what they're coming for. Yeah. Um, which is why, you know, again, I'm thankful for you all having me on. Absolutely. Um, there'll be some other giveaways. Um, some local businesses have stepped up to the plate and are going to give away some um, items, gift cards, and stuff for this night. So, hopefully, that goes well again at Saturday, June 11th, starting at 7 p.m. Um, so we'll see how the ladies' night goes. Good deal. Um, then we always have um, fishing tournaments. So Saturday, June 18th, and Sunday, June 19th, our Bass Nation Buddy Trail Championship. It's a two-day event, um, and they start at like 6 a.m. I mean, these guys are like up and ready to rock and roll at like 5. I mean, it's amazing to see, to go over there. I've just done it a couple times just to see how many boats and what all goes on, and it's kind of madness. That's um, a two-day. That's a two-day tournament. Yeah, yeah. So they'll go in at like I, th- I don't think they can really go in until like six in the morning. Um, and I don't know. I want to say they'll stay until like six or seven in the evening, and then you know they collect their fish and, and gotcha. weigh them and all. But it's a big deal, and they've been doing them for years. Um, they usually fill up our hotels, um, you know, because there's there's so many people that come in for the tournaments and. Um, you know, we're just lucky to get them into Fairmont, into Marion County, and have them eating at our restaurants, staying at our hotels. It's really a huge boon for our local economy, yeah. mm-hmm. um, buying gas here. Yeah. So then Saturday, June 18th at 6 p.m., we have Soulful Saturday. Um, last year we did Soulful Sunday, which because of COVID um, ended up um, after that show, uh, our first show with Dave Matthews tribute. Then we did Soulful Sunday, which again was just scheduled that way because of COVID and cancellations in 2020. So to bring everybody back in 2021, we had to do back-to-back shows, mm-hmm. which we found is much more difficult in reality than I'm it sure. is on paper. Yeah. Um, from, That's when you had Cedric Burnside, Yeah, 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 that one. Uh, Sunny War, Aztec Sun from D.C., Boulevards, and Cedric Burnside. And that one, I mean... I'm just glad that we were able to actually, you know, it's funny because I'm sure you all know Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd doesn't play when it comes to the health stuff. Right. So, you know, it was a big, um, you know, I mean, it's not like super expensive or anything, but like one of the things that, you know, I really had to talk to Lloyd and be like, no, listen, really, we're doing this as safe. You know, we're going to keep everything spread out. And, you know, obviously the park looks a little bit different. You know, you don't see the vendors inside the park as much because, we need all that space for everyone to spread out as mm-hmm. much as possible, which thank goodness we did because by the end of last year, COVID Omicron was coming back on strong. And I remember sitting at that Tusk show, just like, this is so bad. <laughs> there are way too many people here, but thank goodness everything worked out. Um, I, you know, knock on wood, I don't think anybody um, has gotten sick. I mean, obviously the outside space is much better than cramming indoors. Right. Um, you know, which I, you know, I don't even know. You know, some people are still not getting back to that yet. Most are, but um, bigger cities. So, um, you know, to get Lloyd to, you know, kind of give his blessing, there had to be um, the streaming side, mm-hmm. um, which thank goodness all the artists were okay with. Um, and then, you know, we're also able to take those streams and then when they allow us, which all have so far, um, we could put them on YouTube and they can live there forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, anybody that missed that Cedric Burnside should really go watch the YouTube video because that guy, I don't know, we were lucky. That was all such a blur from like 2019 to, 2021 when some of these bands were actually that were booked 
actually got to perform. I, I can't really tell you how we made that happen. I mean, it starts from like a phone call before pre-pandemic, and they're like, yeah, we could probably come by Fairmont, and then the pandemic, and then, I mean, you know, we literally had to like cancel contracts, send deposits back, resend deposits, and do all this. And like I said, every week it was like, I wonder if Cedric Burnside's really going to show up. Man, it'd be cool if <laughs> yeah. he did. Like, it's going to be crazy if he did, and or if he does. And so, yeah, that we, um, you know, kind of have some big shoes to follow, especially doing four bands, you know. So that first weekend last year, we had like seven bands in one weekend. Uh, <laughs> not a real good you idea. Can't stretch yourself too, I mean, then. we pulled it off big time, but, yeah, yeah I mean, it's um, – you know, even from little things you think of, like, you know, the, the shows don't end till they usually actually end about 10, 15, 10, 30. But then, you know, by the time you're getting everyone out of there and then, like, you have to be back the next day, mm-hmm. it doesn't even leave you much of a window to clean the place up. Right. So, like I said, there were there were challenges that um, we learned from. I mean, we pulled it off. We got a great team. Obviously couldn't do it without them. But, um, yeah, it's... Um, we definitely kind of, I don't want to say stepped it back, but from a perspective, we actually stepped it up, but with less, kind of doing more with less. So anyway, short story or try, long story short, whatever, trying to get back to the Soulful Saturday this year, um, we only have three bands. Uh, Dobie, who's from Greensboro, North Carolina, who's a funk and soul band. Um, the Freedom Affair, which is a nine-piece soul band from Kansas City. And Coletta and the Super Yamba Band, which is an Afro beat from Brooklyn, New York City. Um, they've kind of been blowing up since 2017. Um, it'll definitely be something different. I don't think we've had too many Afro beat bands even around maybe probably in morgantown and i know actually um these guys did a wedding in west virginia somewhere oh, wow. i think last year um and there was a video of it and i was just like oh yeah if they bring that energy to palatine that's going to be um that's going to be fun but um so i don't know afro beats kind of like um i don't know it, it's older style music but this coletta has been around since the 70s and has played with Fela Kuti, um, Egypt 80. So it should definitely be something different, um, something kind of funky. Um, you know, it'll it'll be fun. Should be should be a pretty big party that night. Very um, nice. So then the next event, um, Saturday, June 25th at 4 p.m. Um, so this is our annual Sounds Good Festival, and um, I think it was actually 2020. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Aristotle Jones. He's out of Morgantown. Yep. So, yeah, he's got yep. his um, radio show Thursdays at, what, 8.30 a.m. on WAJR. It's 104.5 FM and 14.40 a.m. Um, but he's been doing that for a while, and um, he kind of got a hold of me um, and, you know, had some ideas, wanted to run some things by me, which was basically – um, how about a version of my radio show at Palatine? Basically a live version because he gets artists mostly from West Virginia, but um, from really uh, anywhere and kind of do a podcast radio show mm-hmm. um, where, you know, he'll have a band or two come to um, the studio, play their music and talk with them about you yeah. know, their bands. That's and all awesome. That. Yeah, it's a cool thing. So um, last year's went off real well. Um, again, we were into scheduling problems. So unfortunately, it was at the same time as a WVU game. And, you know, that's another lesson we learned long ago. Yeah. 
don't compete with WVU. Yeah. Can't, you're going to lose. It. Like, you know, there's maybe a couple bands that could compete, but even that's not a good idea because so many people won't even know about your event because they're going to Morgantown, mm-hmm. especially those first few weeks, um, you know, while they're still in contention or trying to figure out if they're going to be. <laughs> if they're going to be something. Yeah. yeah, which, <laughs> you know, go Mountaineers. <laughs> but anyway, so this year, obviously, Aristotle's playing. He's got a group called the Hustle Souls coming from Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, Matt Mullins and the Bring Downs from Raleigh County that they do rock and roll. Um, Lady D in Mission, um, who does Soul, they're out of Beckley. And the Heavy Hitters, which do funk from Charleston and Huntington area. Um, so we get a good sample of West Virginia music. Like City is bringing in um, a headliner from Asheville, North Carolina. Um, one of the things that we were able to do just by accident really aristotle also hosts a lot of the shows kind of keep things going introduce the bands um he's just good at that i mean obviously he works in the radio so it's kind of what he does but um so one of the bands that was there for soulful sunday last year um you know we all talked hang out compare notes whatever so we pretty much established this pipeline um, from North Carolina because um, a couple of the people were from there and they're like oh we have other bands that we play in and other bands that you know would love to come it's I guess you know there's somewhat of a circuit it's a little far from Greensboro Asheville but for musicians I mean you know I guess they're just used to driving six oh, yeah. seven eight nine oh, ten yeah. twelve hours and then doing a show packing up doing it all again and God bless them North Carolina yeah. West Virginia nothing yeah really for me it is but yeah <laughs> I feel like half of North Carolina has lived in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, there is an interesting overlap yeah. there. Um, ironically, the more people you talk to, but but that's another thing. It's been amazing. You know, we've had so many people from like big cities, from big places that want to come to West Virginia, and you know, they're always like, "Well, I've never been to West Virginia." Then they get here, and they're like. Uh, this is not what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people that haven't like seen rivers way. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the sunny war, um, you know, her bass player, Aaron was just like the river we have is like filled with like garbage. So you don't actually see the water. And I mean, they were like taking pictures with it. Like that's incredible. Um, you know, like that's it was crazy. something and it's just like, we take it for granted. Right. You know? We're like, Oh, you know, there's the river. Right. You know, but so, you know, that's, that's a cool thing to experience people coming in and, and really enjoying our area. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they don't see a whole lot of it, but at the same time, it's a nice little representation Um, you know, to get them from a hotel down to Palatine Park. And they're always just like, you know, not that they ever thought or anyone has ever said at least that um, they didn't think it would be this nice or anything like that, but they've always complimented on, you know, just how nice of an area, how nice the people are everywhere Mm -hmm. they go, every, you know, restaurant or gas station they go into, how friendly everyone is. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, things that that we We just really take for granted. So. Um, Bring them down the beautiful connector. You know, one of my... It is. It really... One of my favorite features of the park. So, like, if you're at a show and, I don't know, maybe you've you've sat through two bands and there's a little buffer between the last band... And you want a you want a little bit of of a breather. You're a little bit tired out. You need you need yeah. to, you need to recharge. You can walk down those steps and just yeah. sit on that dock. 
you know, another thing. They were like, I can't believe we can just like walk down to a river here. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, hey, it's, how, it's what we do. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's cool, you know, to, to, for people to experience that. And you don't think about that stuff, but um, it's pretty neat to experience while it's happening. Um, but anyway, um, again, back to the program, July, Saturday, Ju- uh, July 2nd, which is our 4th of July celebration. Um, it'll start at 6 p.m. with the Almost Brothers, which is our famous local Almond Brothers tribute. They always bring it, you know, Malin, Jason, Jack, and those guys. I mean, they just they just do. Did People, they play last year? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, they played before Tusk, gotcha. before Laurel Canyon and Tusk. And, and that was the show that, like, before they the first band was done, I was just like, uh-oh. Like, Lloyd's going to be mad. There's way too many people here. But it all worked out. It was great. But also, um, Second Helping, the American Leonard Skinner show. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, so that, fireworks, 4th of July. Yeah, that should be. uh, And again, you know, for, for what it's worth, like, they are supposed to be the... Leonard Skinner show to get Leonard Skinner for Fourth of July. You can't get much yeah, better. You oh really can't. So yeah, that ought to be. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll be. There should be a lot of people. Another there for wild that. night. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, especially on the Fourth of July with the fireworks. Um, you know, that's always such a neat experience to kind of see everyone turned in the other direction watching a show and right. uh, people about people everywhere. People in Fairmont love fireworks. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty and that sure bridge. they're doing them for the Three Rivers Festival again. Yeah, especially off the bridge, which that is neat because you can see them from everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know people that go up way up on the connector, you know, people that want to be right down in the park, people Mm -hmm. that stay up on the other side of the river. Um, So, yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. We watched them from the top of the parking garage one year. Um, So Saturday, July 9th is another fishing tournament. Um, Actually, the the 9th and 10th um, Bass Nation. Um, And then the Sunday is the Bass Nation West Virginia High School Junior Tournament. Um, again, huge tournaments. Um, they bring a lot of people. We're glad to have them. Um, Saturday, July 9th, Johnny Johnson Festival is back. All right. Um, and this year, interestingly, for the first time, we are actually taking a look forward. Um, so we've kind of scoured the blues universe, I guess you could say, um, and really found some bands that um, we think are kind of uh, indicative of carrying Johnny's legacy forward. Um, so to get an idea of how, you know, he's kind of kept, um, how he's still influencing a new generation of traditional blues players that, um, you know, haven't really switched over to pop really much at all. Um, these guys are making brand new music that sounds like a record from the 1960s. Um, so we have, uh, AJ and the Jigawatts from Nashville, kind of a soul funk side of blues. Um, they've released albums on Coleman Records, which, um, it's basically a, I don't know, they do contemporary throwback music, incredible label out of somewhere small in Ohio, but they're, they're an incredible label. Nice. So anyone you see on coal mine is usually like, you know, top notch as far as soul, R&B, any type of throwback music. So, um, we got him, but like I said, he's on the blues side, so they're opening up, um, Eddie Ninevolt, who, um, don't know again the, the blues world but joe bonamassa is just like a, a blues legend and he's recently called him a great new blues singer and a rising star in the blue blues community so if he's excited about him we must have done something right and we had him um booked before joe said that so kind of got lucky there yeah like i said if you're good by joe you're you're good by 
everyone in blues. Um, and then for the headliner is GA20, which is a blues, uh, po- very popular, newer blues band. Um, I think they only started making music maybe like 2017, but they've been nominated for um, this year, Blues Lounge nom- radio nominations, Blues Guitarist of the Year, Matt Stubbs. Um, they actually have two guitar players and a drummer. Um, so it's kind of an interesting, a little bit of a different setup. Um, and they're also up for Artist of the Year at the Blues Lounge Radio. They were actually nominated for a Grammy for the Best Traditional Blues Album for an album they put out called Try It, You Might Like It, which is a GA20 does Hound Dog Taylor. And all that happened before we booked them, yes. or, or after after we booked them. So we got lucky. I mean, again... You know, you know what's cool about that is, you know, these bands that sounds like this band probably will or already has will blow up one day and and, yeah. and we people here can be like i remember when they yeah. played palatine yeah. they played yeah. here five years ago yeah. for free yeah. oh yeah for free <laughs> they're exactly. selling out yeah. arenas yeah and, and i mean they're a real good band um they've been like i said selling places out and they're one of those bands that i mean they play every single day um it's kind of crazy how they even keep up but you know again god bless them also up for Best Emerging Artist Album at the 43rd Blues Music Awards. Like I said, I don't know. All this stuff happens after we book them, and we're just <laughs> lucky. But I think, you know, fans of Johnny Johnson, um, you know, can look at this and say, you know, I think hopefully be proud that, yeah. you know, that blues is still hanging on like that. Um, you know, a lot of forms of music haven't necessarily lasted as long without change like i know a lot of country mm-hmm. is indistinguishable from pop which i mean it's not not saying it's good or bad it just it is right um even rap to an extent r&b have all kind of just it's hard to tell a lot of them f- apart as to where when we when i grew up I won't in, indict either of you but <laughs> when i grew up there were clear differences like you either listened to one or there wasn't much crossing over i mean there were yeah. people that like country and rap and rock wasn't really anybody listening to blues much stuff like that but you know punk um and now you know everything's just kind of so many sub genres yeah Mm -hmm. there's a million genres today and it wasn't like that back in the day no it was all pigeonholed which it's probably better today but it is harder to like pick out the ones that you like that are different because it takes a lot more time there's a lot more music out there we used to have to like go buy it at a store or then download it. You know, I still remember being stubborn, like, no, I'm not going to buy CDs. I got too many tapes. And I was like, no, I'm not going to start doing MP3. I got too many CDs. And now it's just like, uh, my CDs and tapes are dusty over like relics. They're like decoration. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to. You don't want to oh, get rid and of. If, huh? And if and if any kids in high school are listening to this podcast, you're like, what? Oh, exactly. And my those? nephews come to the house and like, what are these? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a cassette. Yeah. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch the tape. But um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, I think that um, people will be, hopefully they'll be appreciative of um, the sound that when they see these younger people playing this music and it sounds like it's 1960 and it's not, they're not playing covers. Um, hopefully, you know, they can appreciate that, you know, Johnny Johnson is part of that. Um, you know, I think that's kind of part of his legacy. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, it's definitely one of the highlight shows of the year. Saturday, July 16th is Shakespeare in the Park presents Love's Labor's Lost. Um, they usually do a show every year. Um, so Is that the Rustic Mechanicals? Yes. All right. Yeah, so that'll be, yeah, 
yeah, last year's show was really good. Um, then, so Saturday, July 23rd, um, for our Taste of series this year, um, we decided to do a Taste of Italy. Um, we have kind of a big, you know, Italian contingent yes. in the area, not just Fairmont, you know, myself being one. But <laughs> um, so we, we did something really unique. And um, I think part of the idea almost spawned a little bit from this, even though it's the opener. But um, we had something very unique years ago in Fairmont, and it was called the Italian Hour. It was a radio show on WTCS or WTCS, which was 1490 AM. And, um, you know, if you were young Italian Catholic, I don't, don't really want to get into that whole religion type <laughs> thing, but, uh, basically, you know, you, you went to church and somewhere along the line, either, you know, listening to it on the radio or whether you were having uh, lunch afterwards, you heard old Nick Fantasia in the Italian hour had an indistinguishable voice or, or actually a, one that was very distinguished voice. And it was neat. You know, if you never heard it, they um, played a lot of Italian songs, um, more like real Italian, like from Italy, um, not necessarily like just Italian artists. Mm -hmm. And uh, they would do something that was always like we laughed because they spoke a lot of Italian. Like me and my brothers, obviously, like we didn't know what they were talking about, so we just thought it was funny. Just didn't have the the right reference points to appreciate it. But now, you know, looking back, one of the things I always remember they would do was they would shout out Italian families. So they'd be like, "Hey, shout out to the Sinellis over on Market Street," and would literally be like in there eating spaghetti, like, "Hey!" <laughs> so That's you funny. know, it was uh, yeah. it was a thing though that I think it you know it kept um, the Italian community, you know, it, it was just you know I don't like I said I don't know a whole lot about you know the whole thing. I just remember being a part of it and mm -hmm. listening to it, and thank goodness um, Nick kept a lot of the tapes. Um, which we laugh because, um, you know, these days you would have all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure these podcasts will be stored somewhere. Yeah. Like, someone, you yeah. may have to find them eventually, but they'll be yeah. here mm -hmm. in That's some cool. form, um, or even if they're just online. But um, so back then, you know, they were recorded to tapes, and um, most of the time they were re recorded over. Yeah. So, like, what's left is what's left. And we're going to try to come up with about an hour of the best parts of that to start off the Taste of Italy. So, it should really be, you know, a very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and something that, you know, I, no one's heard for a while. So, mm -hmm. it'll definitely be a blast from the past yeah. to, to get that whole thing kicked off. Yeah, that's off. a. That's interesting. Yeah. It makes me wonder. My my mom's side of the family is Italian. My great grandfather came here from Italy, yeah. and they they all are from Grant Town. Okay. Uh, so I wonder if they ever got a shout out. Probably. Or if the Americans Probably. It, it ever was got a, big a shout part out. of the show. I mean, they did. You know, I mean, it was like, I don't know. You listen to New York radio, and they're always like yeah. kind of talking. It was similar to that. To That's an cool. Extent. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, a lot of times they would go into. Um, you know, I remember, you know, they, they would just give little details like, you know, so-and-so just had their, their first daughter and congratulations to that family. And, you know, oh, most of the time you cool. didn't know mm -hmm. what he was talking. We, we were kids. Mm -hmm. right. We were like laughing. But like, your parents yeah. and your grandparents were like, we oh, yeah, yeah we know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but thinking back, you know, that was something that was just really cool. And, you know, we took it for granted and, you know, it was pretty unique to Fairmont, you know, it was right mm -hmm. up there. Um, 
well, actually, like right by where the Disability Action right. Center yes. is I'm now. Yes. And the radio station's still there. Um, it, it's obviously different programming, but um, but that was a huge part of the community. So kind of give a shout uh, back to that. And then also we have Tommy Ward, who's out of Atlanta, playing with the Morgantown Jazz Nine. Um, and they do the, you know, the Sinatra, the crooner standards, those things. And I don't know, this guy just has one of those voices. That was that part of the Taste of Italy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll be the second performer. Um, and then um, to headline, we have the Jersey Seasons, which is a four-seasons tribute band. Again, supposed to be the best. Um, guy's supposed to do Frankie Valley like no one else. So that one will definitely be <laughs> – that'll be fun. It'll, yeah. it'll be yeah. interesting. And so so Fairmont at the yeah. same time, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, because like I said, I think even, you know, like you said, Grant Town and Farmington, um, there were, you know, all kinds Huge. of little pockets of Italians. You know, my ship. wife's from Shinston, obviously Clarksburg, um, mm-hmm. all those areas. All North so, Central. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be, you know, like our little just – gathering yeah yep make up, make up for feast being canceled <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean it, it is kind of a it's it's nice to kind of tie all that together and um so yeah that'll be fun um saturday july 30th 7 p.m um back to the legend series and um we're back with the crew which is a tribute to motley crew and oh. night train the guns and roses experience now you know that one you know i I don't know. I hope I hope they're good. I know the Guns N' Roses one. Oh my um, gosh. The crew are made up of you know musicians from all over the country that come and play this stuff and have been for years. But you know, like Guns N' Roses was you know a lot of people, me included, kind of the bread and butter. Yeah. Late '80s, early '90s. I mean, you just didn't get any bigger. Um, and and they're you know from watching their videos and stuff online, they are they're pretty good sound very similar you know even you know axel the guy does them very well the, the guitar player looks like slash so it ought to be wow. i'm a big interesting uh, night i'm a big molly crew fan so okay. i'm excited for that one yeah i mean we gotta see if the dude can really play the drums like tom yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> they're gonna they gonna flip him upside down I probably oh i hope not for insurance purposes <laughs> i hope not I, I mean, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. My we'll husband's see. best friend is a Lee Anderson is a, a big Guns N' Roses fan. His yeah. his second son, his middle name is Axel. So we Sweet. might ha- they live in Pittsburgh. So we might have to have to have a Lee and Casey nice. and the kids yeah. go down well, for that like one. I said Night Train. They're supposed to be you know seven seven thirty. That's July yeah. That'll 30th. be fun. Cool. Yeah. That'll be fun. Then um, Saturday, August sixth at seven p.m. We're back to the New Faces of Country. Um, you know, there's a lot of good country around, but we kind of have a little, um, niche to where we try to get famous country singers, um, offspring. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. And I know yeah, that, that really went off well last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last year we had Johnny Cash's, uh, grandson, Travis Tritt's daughter, and similar to who we have this year, um, John Michael Montgomery's uh, nephew. Now this year headlining is Walker Montgomery, who's John Michael Montgomery's son. And Ray Lynn Nelson is opening, who is Willie Nelson's granddaughter. Um, and she maybe leans a little bit more pop than country, but obviously she's Willie Nelson's granddaughter. So the country's in there. It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that one should be good. Um, pretty excited for that one. You know, I know we have a lot of country fans and 
a lot of people wish we would do a little bit more country, but I don't know. We feel like a lot of times too, um, where there's an abundance of something, maybe we don't need to hit it as hard. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that you can see country bands at all the fairs, Gold Rush, Magics. Well, I mean, but at all the fairs well, in yeah, the summertime every fair too. You go to. Yeah. Um, even um, the Three Rivers Festival, they'll probably have a band or two as openers that are country. Yeah, so. All the state fairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but but we try to hit you know a little bit of everything and not yeah, too and much of great. anything. That's what's great about it. Um, yeah. So, but that's our country show for the year. Now, uh, Saturday, the thirteenth at six p.m., um, the Community Jam. Uh, you know, I always have to work with my buddy Six Six. Viral pandemic. Fame, yes, six, on the six. on the on the porch. Yeah, on yeah, the porch. porch concert. So you know he called <laughs> and you know was just like let's put this thing together and he's always thinking big and I mean he's calling all the time with great ideas and you know it's always like well that's gonna have to be 2023 we're already <laughs> yeah, we're, we're already booked up and he's like oh you guys work too fast but Byron's a great guy and I'm so glad we could put this show together because. Um, after him is Rob Bass, who, you know, I know it takes two when you hear it, some people don't know it's Rob Bass, but it's just, uh, I mean, it's ubiquitous. Everyone knows it when it hears when yep. the beat drops. Mm-hmm. And then the headliner is Tone Loke. So it's just going to be, that one's going to be. That, that's a... Uh... That's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's like um, uh, with it's the '90s, two. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of like Fairmont's own like '90s rap show with you know Byron hosting and sprinkling in what he does in the middle. Really excited for that. Funky one. Cold Medina. Yeah, Wild Thing. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's it's, right. Um, it's going to be interesting. Let's, let's that, go. That's that should be a party and the is, real ones. That is know? awesome. We right. get a lot of tributes, but like these are the real guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. It'll be interesting. Um, can't wait for that one, especially Tone Loke. That'll be another one that, you know, we'll, hopefully we'll get him the night before. But until he's in town, <laughs> we'll be like, is, is he, he gonna really coming? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, if he makes it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he will. I mean, we'll get it all figured out. But, um, you know, you just never know. Um, things do things happen. Things make you nervous. Yeah. yeah. When I worked, I worked, before I worked here, I, I was a graduate assistant at Fairmont State university and i was in one of the biggest project i worked on was booking our our our, uh, fall concert back to school fall concert so that was like my project and i mean that's i've loved music so i was all about it so we booked jesse mccartney who was like this huge pop star from the 2000s like huge and i felt the same way and and i i I couldn't believe it until he pulled (laughs) his uh rental car down the back of the the falcon center and got out and said hi i'm jesse and i'm like wow he made it we're doing this so i'm sure it's the exact same way oh it is every single week which is exciting kind of nerve-wracking but yeah I'm, you know like you said it's something i've always loved music and really been booking bands since i don't know probably since i was old enough to let for someone to let me book yeah. a band <laughs> handle that much money <laughs> yeah well and usually i didn't handle any money well I just don't like, handle a contract yeah, be like yeah that. here yeah. this is <laughs> you two work this out yeah. but i can get this guy if you want him that kind of thing so um but yeah so that one will be fun um, then we round out everything strong Saturday, August 20th, 7 p.m. Legend Series is back with Piano Man, a tribute to Billy Joel, and Chicago Rewired, the premier Chicago tribute. So, again, I think that'll be huge, Billy Joel in Chicago and Fairmont. Um, you know, I just don't think we can go wrong there. 
Um, thought it'd be really good. Who doesn't like Billy Joel? Chicago, I mean, one of the biggest bands ever. So hopefully they're good. Hopefully everyone has good nights. Hopefully <laughs> the weather holds out. Man, um, all of these are like, that's going to be a wild yeah, night. Yeah, it should. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, it was always kind of the goal to get Fairmont on the map and just... Um, we have such a great opportunity down there. It's a beautiful place. It's kind of the right size, not to like really lose control of anything. It's manageable. Mm-hmm. Kind of know what we're doing. So um, we'd like for you know to get it on the map for right. place. You know, we get so many people um, from Ohio and Pennsylvania, and we like to get more. You know, people that can just come down here. It's cheap. It's easy. It's not hard to get to. There's enough stuff for every, you know, we have restaurants, we have hotels, everything's Mm -hmm. close. It's convenient. You can get in, get out, see a cool show, a free show. So, you know, if you're bringing four or five people, you're saving a hundred bucks, 150 bucks, 200 bucks, just for not having to pay for tickets. Right. Um, so, you know, really. Or I think, parking. The parking is yeah, also free. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> that. You know, it's just like if you can get there at the right time. But but anyway, yeah. So that's what we're doing. The 27th, Saturday, August 27th, 7th p- 7 p.m. Palatine Legend Series. The final one of the year and another big one. Um, what a Fool Believes, a tribute to the Doobie Brothers and Petty and the Heart Shakers, which is a tribute to Tom Petty. You know, I think hopefully that's huge. Obviously, there's not many opportunities to see the late, great Tom Petty. It's probably, I don't know, my wife is a huge Tom Petty fan. And, um, you know, I know that, like, several people felt, you know, when he unfortunately passed away, like, I'm not going to get to see Tom Petty. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, something that you never thought growing up all those years, like, well, we'll just go next year. I'll be in Pittsburgh next year. Or we'll catch him in a, we'll catch him somewhere. Mm-hmm. But like this year, I don't know. There's a game. There's something else going on. Um, so I don't know. I'm happy personally to bring you know, even if it's just a tribute. Um, again, it's supposed to be one of the top. So can't wait to hear some good Tom Petty tunes at Palatine. That ought to be a nice chill yeah, night. Absolutely. Um, and then we the last show of the year, Saturday, September third. Um, Hooten and the Hollers with Chris, the Chris Lager Band, which is kind of a positive, high-energy rock and roll um, band from Nebraska. And the Hooten Hollers from Columbia, Missouri, which are known for their incredible live shows that encompass everything from R&B, rock and roll, honky-tonk, jazz, soul, and punk. Uh, I think that'll be a great show to end the summer on a very high note. We do have on Saturday, September 24th, there's another bass fishing competition but that pretty much rounds out the summer. I think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be fun. Hope the weather holds out. <laughs> but it's rain, rain, rain or shine, right? The yeah, show's going yeah, rain or shine. Yeah, yeah. I know Thanks last for bringing year, that up. Yeah. I know last year you had a really great show, an incredible yeah. show, an incredible musician, yeah. and it just downpoured. Yeah, but the thank, show went on. Thank goodness we got a recording of that one, too, because yeah. um, that one, yeah, that was neat. That was like sitting in your backyard with you know one of uh, bones jr jones he's just i don't know i think his stuff translates great around here he plays a kick drum and a guitar and sings at the same time yeah at the same time incredible and yeah it was so uh did feel real bad for him that he got i mean it we should have canceled that show for sure i mean the only reason we didn't was because it didn't get safety bad 
like it was still safe, you know, yeah. to, to have him yeah. on stage with the stuff. Um, uh, but you know, luckily we, we did get that off and, and we got it. It's on our YouTube page still. So <laughs> it happened. We pulled it off. Kudos to the team. And, uh, that brings me to the sponsors who, again, um, we obviously can't do any of this without. Um, so that is EQT, um, CKB, the, uh, North Central Airport, uh, in Bridgeport, um, Fairmont State University, the Fairmont City of Fairmont. Thank you all. Ambit, which is American Bituminous Power Partners, our good friends out in Granttown. Um, Novellus, the aluminum plant out on Speedway. The High Tech Foundation. First Energy, West Virginia News, Times West Virginian. Um, 100.9 Jack FM. Of course, Marion County Commission. And we also received a donation from Joe Romeo's I-79 Honda and Joe's Cars over on Fairmont East Park Avenue. So, again, without them, um, we couldn't do it. Without the op shop, um, cleaning the park and the bathrooms, Marion County Maintenance Department, um, Active Air, who does our production, um, RMA Productions, um, who books a lot of our bands, Josh Swagger and... uh, Rick, I mean, those guys are great to work with. And they're usually the people that we call that, you know, when we're like, we want this guy, we call them and they do the heavy lifting mm-hmm. and break the bad news and the good news. Yeah. and the, let you and know the, your options. <laughs> yeah, and all the, you know, the arguing and the wheeling and dealing. But uh, it's fun. And, and we work with a lot of other a lot of other uh, agents as well. So it's just a good mix. I mean, again, I think that we have another great mix for the summer. Um, a little bit of everything and not too much of anything. You know, hope people make it out and have a great time. Check out Fairmont, Palatine Park, and Marion County. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely um, something in there for everyone yeah, in that lineup. Yeah, for sure. Very, very impressive. And uh, I can't wait to, to come on down and, and check out a few of these. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if folks, where, where can folks find more information about the lineup? But yeah, so we have a Facebook page. Um, we'll, that is probably the best place because we will have like up to the second information. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything w- would change or, you know, if there's any weather updates, um, whatever it might be, the, the uh, Palatine Park Facebook page. Um, we also have an Instagram. Um, we also have a web page, which is just uh, palatineparkwv.com. And, well, the YouTube, there's not much information there, but you can catch our shows. Um, we'll also be streaming our shows this year again on the Palatine Park web page. So um, if you don't feel like coming out or if you just want to check something out, you know, while you're at home or at work or wherever, you can uh, check out the shows there as well. Good deal. And, and every, yeah. every every show should have an event page on Facebook, right? Yeah, it cool. will. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, or they do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, um, yeah. um, so also you guys, um, frequently, you frequently, frequently post, um, videos from these artists so oh, that yeah. people can check out kind of what they're like before, yeah. before the, the concert. Before. Yeah, yeah. Before the concert shows up. So, yeah. And we encourage people to do that because, yeah. you know, we, we really, we know there's a lot going on and people have a lot going on and we don't want you wasting your time coming to see something that you're not necessarily a fan of and we Mm want to give every everybody every opportunity i mean we really probably put too much out because it's Mm -hmm. hard to like 
you, know, you miss something and three hours later there's three more videos and you don't have time well, to catch up. Give them- but if you're interested and you have the time and you really want to see what's going on at Palatine, check out our Facebook page and social media pages. There will be plenty of information yeah, yeah. Um, to know well ahead of time who's coming and what to expect. And shows are so much more fun when you know the words and can sing along. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, a right. lot of times. So, Chris, before we wrap up, I have two questions. Okay. So I am also familiar with booking bands and stuff. So my first question is, who is your, like, golden egg that you want to bring to Palatine Park? Oh, man. Real, well, realist, realistically or, or non-realistic? Well, okay, let's do a realistic and a non-realistic, maybe. Jeez, man, that is a tough question. I was not ready for that. (laughs) Um, That's what we do here in the Thrill Operation, put people on the spot. I have to throw a couple curveballs. Yeah, because, I mean, there's so much between, like, um, well, it's funny because I I feel like this summer, like, I had $20 million in a time machine, you know, between Guns N' Roses, Tom Petty. But, you know, that's a tough question because, like, for me, it would be competitive. Like, I would want, like, to shut down the entire town, like, (laughs) not intentionally. It just happened. So many people here. So, yeah, I I don't know, you know, it it would just be a competitive thing, so I'd want it to be big. Yeah. But then, like, personally, if it was me, it would have to be, like, Aphex Twin, which would probably get me arrested, which is just, like, loud, (laughs) noisy, insane electronica Uh that, you know, I've just been, like, a geek for for, you know, 20 years. So Uh that would be, like, unrealistic. Yeah. Um, But, man, I don't know. (laughs) Realistic with the budget? Jeez. I don't know. That's tough. Who would yours be? Well, you know, I I used to be a director of a convention and visitors bureau um, in Grant County, West Virginia, and I used to help with Spring Mountain Festival okay. in Petersburg. And um, back then, I could have booked Chris Stapleton for five thousand dollars, and I kick myself so hard for not doing it. And Brothers Osborne for five thousand dollars. So probably one of those two just because I feel like, you know, I have to redeem myself. Yeah. But those would probably it's be probably, uh, those would probably be mine. Yeah, Chris Stapleton before the beard. Well, no, he had the beard. And you know what? I <laughs> wow. tweeted who do I pick between these two and he responded to me and he said, Why not both? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I really should just I need to do it now, but I, I couldn't I couldn't pull it off. But yeah. I the Chris Stapleton would probably be mine. Yeah, and I mean that would be one that could probably shut down the city. So I, yeah, I, I could do Chris yeah. Stapleton. That would be yeah. fine. Like I don't know anybody that dislikes him, and yeah. everyone knows him. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Like I feel I said, like he's one of those country artists that puts out something that's for everybody, yeah. but also isn't like the new school country. Yeah, I, guess. I saw where he's he has a huge festival thing coming up i mean it's like 30 or 40 bands it looked insane but uh yeah he, he's real good you know as far as booking bands it is like a crapshoot because like you said you could have got him for five thousand you couldn't get his roadie for five thousand <laughs> i mean i bet yeah he's probably like yeah 500 see it seems like this is something that could go on for many years yeah. um yeah hopefully i think i think this is success will just continue so, so more opportunities could could definitely open oh, up oh definitely yeah, yeah I'd, I'd i mean i think that. yeah and as it keeps going i mean i think you're gonna see you know different genres and 
So, so we got to keep it fresh. And are you guys still accepting sponsors? Yeah. So yeah. if anybody is listening and interested in sponsoring the summer concert yeah. series at Palatine Park, get in touch with Chris. Yeah, absolutely. And how? What is the best way for people to reach you? Um, usually my email, um, which are is on the Palatine page, but. I mean, yeah, you can it. just say it if it you want to. It is K-C-I-N-A-L-L-I at MarionCountyWV.com. That's the best. I get those 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I shouldn't have my phone, but I do. So, yeah, it's definitely the best place to catch me. Um, anything Palatine related, really shoot me an email. Okay. Well, Chris, this was great. Um, yeah. We really you. packed a lot of information yes. in this episode. This is this it. is uh, yeah. Well, you don't get this opportunity in like a no. interview to like go this deep into detail. So no. we're we're uh-uh. we're thankful to you for sharing this with us and 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 helping us, letting us help you put this out. Yeah, to everybody. thank you all very much um, for having me and, and giving me this opportunity. No problem. And, uh, be sure to make it out to, to Palatine this summer. Yeah. Don't miss Folks, it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you can catch the Fairmont bridge anywhere that you get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Facebook, wherever, everywhere. everywhere. We're all over. And Alex. Yeah. A- Apple podcast, <laughs> five star rating. Um, nothing less. You can now just recently, they added a feature where you can give ratings on Spotify as well. So if you're listening to us on Spotify right now, also give us a five star rating, nothing less five stars <laughs> or no rating. There you go. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening guys. And, um, be sure to catch us next week. Uh, this has been the Fairmont bridge city of Fairmont's official podcast, and we are signing out. Bye.